welcome to the Soul Power Podcast with Stephanie Z, where we talk all things faith, love, and healing. I'm so excited to have you as part of our extended family, and I really look forward to meeting you in person soon. Welcome to the Soul Power Podcast with myself, Stephanie Z. We are officially back for Magic Mondays, fam. Oh my goodness. Can you believe we are literally on like less than a seven day countdown until Christmas day? I'm like, oh my goodness, wild. actually going home tomorrow to Newcastle, which is going to be amazing. I get to go and see all my family and so many beautiful friends and some of my amazing clients as well, which I'm so excited for. Sunrise Beach Walks, here we come. Oh, bam. So today I felt really called to share with you and to talk with you about soul embodiment and embodiment. And this is something that I feel like if you're a high achiever, which I know you are, it is very easy to get caught up in this trap. And what I mean by this is learning, 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 growing, 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 and having breakthroughs but not doing the second piece, which is really implementing. And then that leads to later down the track embodiment. And so we're seeing this, we are in the information age presently. There is so much information available at your fingertips through like Instagram, through Facebook, through podcasts, through YouTube, through books. If you need information, there is no shortage of information out there. But the piece is sometimes you can get really caught up in the personal development world. And I want to share with you the difference between personal development and personal growth. To me, personal development is where you learn, right? You read something, you listen to something, you go to a seminar, you go to a workshop, you're involved in a program and you consume, right? It goes in. The thing is, though, you can still have breakthroughs and you can still have you know, realizations, but nothing major is going to change in your life until you change habits, until you create new neural pathways. And that requires you doing something different. And so I often talk with a lot of my clients about these five different steps of embodiment. And the first one is learning, right? Which is the one we're talking about. It's like where you consume and some people, especially if you are not in the personal development space, it can be very easy to get caught up in just consuming. And I know someone, uh, one of my first, actually my first coach ever who works for Tony Robbins. I remember him sharing a story about for 10 years, he used to just listen to Tony Robbins programs. He used to just plug into all of his audiobooks, and he would do like the practices and he would like read the books and all the things. And someone was like, you, you're going to go to one of his events. He's like, no, I don't need to go to an event. Like I, I'm doing all the things. And he was actually really implementing. He was doing t- step two. But he couldn't believe like once he went like, and I'm sure you would know if you've been to a Tony Robbins event, you cannot like get the same experience. Like It is an experience. It's literally a life changing, transformative experience. It's like you can scratch maybe 5% doing it on your own if you properly do it on your own compared to what you get in a full immersion because you rewire your whole entire nervous system. And not only that, you are plugging into the collective energy that is in the room at the same time, right? It's like a totally different vibe and totally different frequency. And so I remember him sharing, he's like, oh my God, couldn't believe it, Steph, 10 years of my life, didn't go to an event. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh my God, he went. And like, you know, he, he has become a speaker for Tony, all the things. And so this is, this is the thing. It's like step two is implement. 
And I want to share with you, when you are a high achiever, when you are someone that is involved in whether it is masterminds, whether it is going to seminars, whether it is doing one-day events, whether it is workshops, whatever it is, it's so easy to be overloaded in information. And there's nothing wrong with, you know, listening to a podcast in the morning and plugging into an audio book at lunchtime and, you know, jumping on to like a program that you're doing at night. And there's nothing wrong with having that information if you're able to hold it, right? But the piece is you are not going to be able to firstly hear everything you won't, you won't take in everything firstly, so you have to be okay with that. But the second thing is like depending on, you know, how busy your life is, as in what I mean by that is, you know, work commitments, business commitments, family, husband, kids, all the things. Can you take away like at least one thing? Like let's say you're doing a, a mastermind or you're involved in, you know, like an online program. It's like when you are, you know, involved in that, whether it's once a week or once a month, can you take away at least one thing that you're like, I'm going to really implement this for the next month? Or if you go to an event, it's like, can you, like for me, coming back from Date With Destiny, I will share with you. Remember when my life blew up, like any, like, I mean, like I went from like full-blown expansion in 2020. And I was reflecting, I'm like, hang on, it was, I was coming back from events and I was focusing on three things only. And I was like, huh. So from Date With Destiny, I was like, okay, you've learned so much. You've had so many breakthroughs. Like I was just so open. And I was like, what are the three main things? And I'll share them with you here. Best one for me was state. You must manage your state. You must manage your mindset. You must manage your emotions. You must manage how you're feeling. You must manage your energy. You must manage your state. And for me, there were specific ways in the past that I used to, I used to be very religious with the way I used to do them. Whereas now I don't, I don't have to be so forceful with things. I'm like, because I'd never done it before, I had to ingrain it and rewire it. Whereas now I'm like, I don't need to do it in the way that I did it before. I can dance and sing and do other things. And that still changes my state rather than just blasting out incantations and going for a, a full power run. And I used to, I still do this, run and yell at incantations. No word of a lie. The other thing is when you say things out loud, it will wire deeper into your nervous system. And I always say to my clients, people are like, really, Steph, what? what are other people going to think? And I'm like, okay, three things. Firstly, you're going to put your destiny in someone else's hands. Hell to the no, we don't do that. But the first thing is most people are in their own world anyway, so they can't hear you. Let's be honest. They're, they're, they're plugged into something else. The second thing is someone that happens to judge you, do you really want to be taking advice off that person? No. So let that go. And the third one is someone that actually knows what you're doing. That's like, wow, like take my hat off to you, respect. So you end up being able to counteract and like do your thing, work on your destiny. It's up to you. And so the second thing for me was first thing, state. Second thing is getting into the frequency, the energetics of abundance was one thing for me. Now, Tony doesn't specifically teach on that but I've been working with another like coach and mentor of mine. And so every hour I've been setting an alarm every two hours, if I can't do the hour, but you know, like, and I'm setting it and I'm like dropping in, like first thing when I wake up, I do it. As soon as I wake up, I'm like out of bed, boom, on the lounge, sit on the lounge. And I go into this frequency of abundance because I'm stretching my field. And you will know if you have been in the 12 gifts of Christmas on day one, we did a similar experience, right? We did a heart activation, which is actually like stretching. And in day three, it's stretching your field. You will notice, and we need to really pay attention when you're out and about, you can be holding your power. And then all of a sudden, if 
something affects your energy, it can be like a bubble burst and boom, you pull your energy back in. And so we want to be able to stretch it and maintain it and hold it. This is why like famous people, like let's say Jennifer Lopez or Beyonce, Taylor Swift, I'm using singers as an example. You know, these people like Tony Robbins, they have a presence about them and you can feel it when you're with them. And sometimes people are like, whoa, that is because they have stretched the energetics of their being. And how does your the energetics of your being expand when you do stuff that is aligned with your heart and soul and you love what you're doing? I know for me, I come alive when I sing. I come alive when I speak things like this into existence. Can you feel me right now? I've noticed that about me when I speak, when I sing, there's like an expansion because it's like the truth for me. It's like aligning with my heart and my soul. Also for me, when I run, I notice when I'm fully expanded, when I'm out in nature, when I'm connected to oneness, when I'm connected to God, when I'm at personal development events and seminars, I feel so expansive. And that is why these people that are performers or are singers, they are, they have this power about them because every day they are, do, they are stretching themselves and they're not just stretching themselves, but they're maintaining because they're doing it over and over and over again, which is going to lead me into our implementation step two in a second. And then the third thing for me, so first thing was state. Second thing was the energetics of abundance. And the third thing for me is about mastering time. And so I've been learning so much about time and about utilizing time now, right? Because all we have is now. And it's like the quickest way for you to collapse time and for you to live the life that you desire is to show up as you best can in the now now. Because as an example, you can ask yourself, is this good for me now and good for me later? As an example, is me recording my podcast when I recorded it, is it good for me now and good for me later? Yes, yes. Okay, go do it. So I did. So I maximized my time and then you collapse time because what you're doing now is actually going to positively impact you in the future. So it's like asking yourself, is Netflixing and chilling right now and eating ice cream good for me now and good for me later? Well, it's good for me now. Probs ain't going to be good for me later when I want to get into that dress for New Year's Eve. And I know I'm going to have a sugar high and I'm probably not going to sleep well and I'm going to wake up not feeling great tomorrow and I've got to serve. Now, if you are having a, one of my mentors, Melanie and Leah says, it's a sushi roll day, right? If you're having a day that's, you know, you've got your periods and you just having one of those moments, okay, maybe you're going to give yourself some grace. It's not about not doing things like ever, but it's like getting really clear on like how can you show up as your best self in the now now? And that is something that I've been asking myself. And so you collapse time. And so that was the third piece for me. And again, some of these things weren't necessarily from Tony, but he does talk about taking massive action. So I'm like, okay, me taking massive action is, is it good for me now? Is it good for me later? Yes, yes, let's go. And so back to our original five steps. Learning. Then the second piece is implementation. Again, you are not going to be able to know everything and you cannot implement everything. But it's like for your next piece in your journey, what is the piece that speaks out to you the most? And you will know. Then that leads you into integrating, which means you've started taking new actions, which has then formed new habits and new rituals. And what starts to happen is as you formed those new habits and new rituals, you have now integrated, which means you blended your old self with your new self, right? You've created this next level version of yourself. And then eventually you lead into embodiment, right? Which is when you've practiced, you know, you've gone from I'm learning, I'm implementing, I'm integrating, and you keep doing it over and over and over again. And embodiment and integration really is 
as an example, when you fall off the bandwagon, which you will, like as an example, when you get into a shitty state and you have something to show up for and you keep showing up, I'm like, I'm going to change my state. I'm going to jump on my rebounder. I'm going to do my incantations. I'm going to go for a run. I'm going to jump in the pool. I'm going to have a cold shower. I'm going to dance and or sing to music, whatever it is. And you keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. Eventually you embody it so that it becomes so automatic. The next time you are thinking or like going into a shitty state, you just automatically start dancing or you automatically start saying things that override it. That's when you get into embodiment. And step five is self-mastery, which is where you repeat the cycle over and over and over again. And it's very easy on your journey. And I know this to be true for myself as well, but on your journey to feel like you know something like the back of your hand This is like how many times have you ever like exercised and you've hit a goal and then all of a sudden you're like, yep, I've reached and now now you're like, yeah, I'll have that, you know, chocolate tonight or I'll have that packet of chips tonight or I will drink an extra glass of wine that I usually do and slowly but surely, you know, you may not revert back to where you were but you notice like, oh, I'm not as fit as I was before. And again, life is full of, you know, ups and downs like we we're on a roller coaster and we're not meant to constantly be the same otherwise there would be no variety right there would be no expansion there would be no room for growth but it's like being really mindful around what you're doing in your reality on a daily basis so fam soul embodiment powerful because you can learn all you want but the peace is about integrating, like implementing and integrating and embodying what you are learning, that is what is going to set you apart. That is what is going to set you apart. That is what's going to take you to the next level. That is the version of you that is going to be so proud of yourself. When you look back in hindsight, you're going to be like, I'm so grateful that I showed up in the now now because the life that I live now and what I have now is all a byproduct of what I did in the past. And progress equals happiness. When you are progressing, and I don't mean just learning because you'll notice, you can probably learn and learn and learn and then eventually the happiness drops off. And the reason it does is because you start beating yourself up because you haven't done the thing that you said you would do because you're not implementing. Hmm. So happiness equals progress. What if you were able to look back in hindsight and you're like, I'm the most happiest, positive, proudest person because of who I chose to become. All right, beautiful fam. I am sending you so much love and light. Speak to you all soon. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening and for being a part of my extended family. And if you would like to learn more about the Soul Circle and Soul Power Experience, there are links below in the description box for you to fill out. And as I always say, from my heart to your heart, I love you.